Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the House January 6th committee's recent subpoenas issued to four major tech companies. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. The Commerce Department's National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, is proposing establishing consumer privacy and cybersecurity standards for companies that will look like nutrition labels. The goal is for NIST to create these standards and for industry associations to adopt these standards. These labels would make it easier for consumers to understand what companies are doing to protect consumers' privacies and data. It seems like every week we have another update regarding the NSO group. According to the Washington Post, at least 35 people in El Salvador were targeted by the NSO group's Pegasus spyware. The victims of the spyware include at least 22 journalists from the independent El Faro news site. Several NGOs have asked the El Salvadorian government to investigate Pegasus. The Polish government has recently approved a committee to investigate the Pegasus hack, and this is on top of pressure that the NSO group is facing from the Biden administration. Police officers in Germany used a COVID tracing app to find witnesses to a potential crime. German police officers petitioned local health authorities to release data from a COVID mobile data app after a man fell to his death after leaving a restaurant in November of last year. The police said that they were seeking witnesses who had dined at the restaurant around the same time and reportedly found 21 people using the app's data. This use of COVID tracing apps for criminal investigations, of course, raised privacy red flags. This makes people more reluctant to participate in contact tracing. There's already been some reluctance to use these types of apps in other European countries. Our final story today comes from Rolling Stone. The UK government is set to launch a PR campaign criticizing end-to-end encryption. The campaign will focus on the argument that end-to-end encryption will hurt efforts to crack down on child exploitation. We have talked at length about the debate over end-to-end encryption in previous episodes. The argument that the UK and the UK's home office, which oversees police, is similar to the arguments made by the FBI in the Trump administration just two years ago. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll talk about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to Security Week, Oracle released 483 new patches. These patches apply to numerous Oracle applications, But a common theme with these vulnerabilities is that the flaws can be exploited remotely without authentication, which makes these patches extremely important. So make sure to apply these patches. 
So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. The House committee responsible for investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol issued subpoenas last week to Alphabet, Meta, Reddit, and Twitter. These members of Congress are criticizing these companies for allowing extremists to spread on their platforms. Congress is taking specific aim at Facebook and YouTube, calling them the worst offenders. These subpoenas were issued after the committee was unable to reach an agreement with these companies on the production of documents. Last August, the committee contacted these companies seeking their cooperation in providing documents. This investigation by the committee and these new subpoenas continue the discussion of how much responsibility should be assigned to these tech companies. The committee argues that Facebook and its algorithm make it easier for extremists to connect and find each other. They criticize YouTube for being one of the main sources for spreading misinformation. They also point out that there were a number of Reddit groups where plans were made regarding the January 6th Capitol attack. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Mace Welcome Back Award. After a five-year hiatus, rapper Mace returned with his hit single in 2004, Welcome Back. This week's award goes out to our Twitter friends in Nigeria. The Nigerian government has lifted its seventh-month ban on Twitter. The site was blocked by the Nigerian government after Twitter deleted a post from the country's president that threatened a violent crackdown on secessionist groups. So I wanted to welcome back all of the Twitter users in Nigeria. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.